Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Entrepreneur for Life podcast. I'm your host, Gideon Webb. You're listening to the number one podcast for all your tips, tricks, cheat codes for entrepreneur lifestyle and just making money, you know, side hustles and and anything you're interested in that might bring you some financial freedom. I got a few guests in the uh, podcast right now. My boy, Keith City in the place. What's going on, everybody? Uh, Key City is a good friend of mine, also an entrepreneur. He's got multiple businesses, uh, but he also dabbles in the stock and investment world. Also got Marco, the stock goat, on the line. What's going on, y'all? That's right. Uh, Marco, man, I, I caught him online through Key City. Uh, he's always posting like really uh, positive entrepreneur slash stock tips. Like he just, he posts, you know, not not financial advice, but you know, just uh, <laughs> opinions and 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 basically keys, you know, to the game. So I appreciate Marco. I don't even know him personally, so it's nice to meet you, Marco. What's up, bro? Nice to meet you too. So in this podcast, again, um, I just got to remind the listeners we're not giving any financial advice. These are all our opinions. None of us are financial experts. What well, we are, just people who are dabbling in the stock market. We come from our own backgrounds, and we just kind of having a conversation um sharing some of our thoughts and opinions again not financial advice not professional advice this is just our opinions in the game right now so the first thing i wanted to do was just open it up i don't know if um, you guys have been paying attention i'm sure you have um there's been a whole lot of back and forth kind of chaos online regarding the cryptocurrency community and so what I'm seeing is a lot of cryptos that are kind of like um, taking that old like Bitcoin model is like we the best. All you other coins don't matter. Like remember when Bitcoin was popping and Bitcoin was throwing shade on everybody, yeah. all the other coins. Yeah. Well, it seems like now the other coins are starting to try to like have that model. And I just want to know, what do y'all think the ramifications of that behavior or attitude or motto or mindset is doing to the cryptocurrency community? Uh, you want to uh, start off, uh, no, you Lee? Go, you go ahead and start off, bro. Okay, so with me, uh, you know, I think it's you know it's healthy for the environment. One because you know competition breeds that innovation, mm. and right now we're at uh, a pivotal point where you know we're like it's the wild wild west of it right now. You know, mm. so in order to move forward and get and begin because you know i'm all about the decentralization and everything like that but we need some type of blueprint some type of model working for it. and the only way to get that is by you know people just trailblazing basically hmm. so in order to do that you know it's, it's you know right now crypto has evolved into just something about more than something that revolves around just finances or just you know a, a currency is actual you know, it's social now, you know, the, the currency is social, you know, the means that, you know, that's a big thing behind it. So with that, you know, to generate hype and, you know, just uh, buzz around things, you know, they kind of take shots and things at each other. But in all is truly, you know, in good sport, because uh, the each crypto, if you're in there, in there, you know that they all say, you know, kind of be respectful of each one because, you know, as one succeeds, it pulls the rest of the crypto market up. We need, you know, the entire market to, you know, quadruple to see some of these numbers that, you know, a lot of people hoping they hit, uh, you know, they, they wait for this coin to hit a penny, that coin to hit a penny. You know, the, the, the entire market has to grow for that to happen. And and that competition is what will, what will lead that, I believe. Mm, 
Okay, man, that's an interesting perspective, you know, because I'm also hearing a cry for like unity online. People saying, you know, um, we shouldn't be fighting. We should all be, you know, one crypto. Well, not one crypto, but one crypto community. You know, my Doge isn't better than your Bitcoin. My Bitcoin isn't better than your Doge. So, um, you saying like competition kind of breeds that that uh, market that we need. Yeah, because you know. Uh a lot of them aren't lying when they say, you know, uh, our crypto is better than yours, you know? So they, they telling the truth with it, you know? And what that does is it forces, you know, either new developments to happen, you know, or uh, the, the creators of these coins to write new code to allow the community to change different things. Oh, some of these, uh, that, that's right. such an interesting right. point. I don't, mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but that's exactly what happened last night. There was a conversation on Twitter in Twitter spaces between some of the developers of SafeMoon and some of the participants in Dogecoin and Bitcoin. And they actually started working through things to make SafeMoon better and less fees by sharing knowledge from Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And so one of the developers, you know, discussed that he would look into, you know, what they were talking about. But that's that's an interesting perspective. True. And see, and, and really, you know, that's just kind of the benefit of, you know, coming behind somebody. You know, look at today's basketball players. You know, they're a lot more advanced than, you know, some of the older players because, you know, the game has evolved. It's the same thing with crypto. So you would say, like, Bitcoin is our Michael Jordan or... He's our, exactly. he's our exactly. magic. Jo- he might be our Magic Johnson or something. You know that that well, player Bitcoin, that came Bitcoin in and changed the, the game. He's the OG. Bitcoin, the OG. Bitcoin gonna be the OG. So whoever whoever you got right there, that's gonna be Bitcoin for sure. Mm-hmm. But then you know we got like Doge, and then you know we got all these new ones. And now you know the landscape is different because we're in different times as well. You know, uh, there's more access to devices. These devices have more. Uh, you know, everybody walking around with a computer in their pocket now. Right. You know, before the the initial uh, smartphones, you know, they weren't too smart or or they didn't have as much storage. They would, you know, so so some of these things, you know, you could have you could have went through to these forums and, and and searched around and found out how to do all these things. But also, the the time wasn't ready. You know, it was a little. It was right now is the perfect time with with all the social media things. So it's quick to learn things. Now YouTube is the second largest uh, search engine in the world, you know. So now people are watching videos on what is this crypto, you know, what is that? Before people used to before I'll say before like the last like two years, everybody who I talked to pretty much thought YouTube was only for music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I was doing I've been watching, you know, all type of educational entrepreneurial things on it, but I'll tell other people about it. They're like, damn, I thought it was just, you know, music. So, you know, the market has changed too. You know, people, people are adapting. You know, and 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 just and becoming more accepting of these new technologies because really you have to, or you you'll be left behind at this point. Right, right. Which is also you know leads to some advice to any of our listeners: do your research. You know, don't listen to us. Don't listen to you know. Go online and research these companies. Research these cryptos. Research. See what they're doing. Hmm. always use proper risk management that's one thing i like to always preach you know if if y'all watching my channel y'all can check me out at december to mark on youtube but y'all might see me do some plays that 
are a little more risky, but that's because it's in it's within my risk tolerance. But I always like to tell people, you know, never, especially in the crypto market, never risk more than you're willing to lose. Absolutely. So I, I say that with stocks generally, you know, especially with options trading. But in crypto, we could be seeing 60 to 80 percent dips. So mm. if you're not prepared to see that and hold through that, mm, right. then kind of sit on the sideline until, you know, you you, you kind of know what you're doing that's until you can read the chart and know entry and exit. That's a lot. Mm. 60. That's like you got a thousand dollars in a crypto and take a 60 percent dip. That's. and it's it's highly likely it's highly likely i'm i'm glad you put it that way because it's highly likely that could happen and you know and people either gonna write it out or lose or sell or but um but this this one thing you you don't want to do just for the listeners y'all don't you know if you did your due diligence if you did your proper research you looked into the fundamentals of you know the company the crypto whatever it is the stock and you it, they they have something that you know excited you and you believed in it then be prepared to hold it through a dip because you believe you know sometimes you got to give yourself enough time to be right sometimes right. it doesn't happen as soon as you want it to so don't just panic sell because that's what the market is doing warren buffett said it the stock market is a device to transfer money from the hands of the impatient to the patient mm-hmm. so if you jump in you buy this it dip you know 20 30 percent you sell off you just officially lost money. Remember, you never lose money until you actually sell. It's yeah, only a paper exactly. loss, which is considered an unrealized loss. No, that's great advice. That's great advice because there's been a whole lot of panic selling and people questioning what they're going to do with the money. And, and I think all in all, people are panicking for no reason. I mean, you know, majority of Americans who have the money to invest, they straight. They're not like they're not super stupid. I'm sure it's a few out there, but like what are you panic selling for you straight you, you might own your house you might you know own a car you got money more... in savings and then you pull just because it drops three cent or something like it's FOMO. weird FOMO. well really it's, FOMO? it's because people are putting out. more in there you go people are putting more they're risking they're over leveraging themselves or they're putting in more than they should be that's why it's very important uh, to not just jump in and hit a home run because you'll accidentally put money that will put you in the hole and the the market does this it's algorithms and computers you know that's high frequency trading that's you know it's 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 perfectly timing all these trades to basically it's called getting wrecked to wreck everybody in the market especially rookie traders so you know don't just jump in just you know just off the flash like that do that research first yeah and key brought up another point um what were you saying key fear missing out oh yeah the fomo fomo <laughs> fomo bro told me about fomo he told me about fomo i used to have fomo explain to the listeners fomo so so fomo would would just be you want to you want to do that bro no go ahead you tell me what fomo is this is about you bro we putting you on today <laughs> so fomo is just it's an acronym basically f-o-m-o just stands for fear of missing out and it's an important you know one of the it's like one of the uh like one of the Ten Commandments of trading, almost. You know what I'm saying? To to not panic sell or to you know not basically to not trade emotionally. And basically, emotional trading emotionally is is a mm. few different things. But one of the main things is the fear of missing out because you can end up seeing you know all these other people making money. You see these stock prices shooting up or crypto prices shooting up. You're hearing all the good stories. You know people posting their screenshots, right, and right, now you right. want to jump in, right? And then you get burnt, 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 because. You know, I think a lot of a lot of that happened with Doge. Mm-hmm. People came in buying buying at the top, buying the hype. thought they was gonna like buying the hype, right? And not to say it's super dip, but mm-hmm. 
you know, even that 20 cent made people like from bad. 70 to 50 made people look like, oh, what am I doing? It put a bad taste in the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. It, if it's your first time trading people mm-hmm. and everybody else making money, you, you, you buy the high. And then all of a sudden, Elon on Saturday Night Live, and you sitting there like, oh, I'm going to make my time. time." (laughs) (laughs) And then it tanked. And then it tanked. (laughs) Because everybody, a bunch of people probably sold at 70-something cents, 79 cents or wherever it went to, 70-something cents it went, I think. The the reason why they did that is because it's something that traders who do this is called buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah, so, I was I was hearing about that as well. Explain that, please. Buy the rumor, sell the news. So what that means is basically you want to enter into some of these positions when there's a catalyst coming up. A catalyst is just a big uh, piece of information that could potentially uh, move the market. So if some good news, uh, some good news is coming out about a, a crypto or a stock or something like that, that could potentially, you know, move the market and give it a short term increase in uh, share price. So what happens is the hype, you know, it's an influx of volume because all these people hearing this good news, people buy in, buy in, buy in, hoping that the price will continue to, you know, go up. But what they don't realize is once it reaches a new high or after that news uh, is released there'll be everybody who's taking profit from that run up mm. right and by that time it's too late you're, it's too late and that's where most people buy in that don't know what they're doing they buy the they they, right. they they're they're buying on the news but so doesn't news doesn't that also sorry to cut you off doesn't that also help the stock though when when let's say and i'm gonna just use those for example again you know it dipped but also at the same time some of those people held and they bought high and they held and then now the stock is kind of like leveling out this week between or the cryptos like leveling out between 45 and 55 cents somewhere like it's not it's not doing a crazy dip people are still holding and they buying in at 50 cent and buying more you know what i mean so it's still cheap i guess so you know but relatively speaking knowing that it's going to a dollar eventually it is still cheap it's on discount basically right now right but a lot of people they did hold on some people that you know uh that just might have had a little bit more experience or knowledge about investing or just didn't miss the money or didn't risk more than they were willing to lose they probably just held on and Mm. those people are doing a little better right now than those who sold off during the panic Mm. but what they can do is something called averaging down which is buying the dip you buy the low point once the once the uh the security or the crypto once it falls down to its lowest price price at a support level you can buy in what that does is bring your average cost down so let's say you bought it that is the smartest thing i think people can do out there right if you believe in a company and you invest in it and it dips a little you just buy more so that you bring your average down exactly exactly and i like nobody taught me that but as an as a um, novice investor i picked up on that early and i'm like great you know like keep dropping because i'm gonna hold it for 10 years so (laughs) exactly you, know? you had the right mindset yeah. and um and still watching the company though and, and trying to you know decipher why it's dropping or whatever making sure they're not like going bankrupt or anything right, right. um but if you you know if you pay attention it's like a, a little sale i brought some of my my favorite artificial intelligence etfs and some of my favorites um social media etfs down through the dips so I definitely encourage listeners to get on that. I mean, that's um, you got to watch watch your averages and whatnot. Um, 
uh, real question uh, another question for you guys I'm sure you probably watched some of the Elon or seen the um, the Saturday Night Live bits I just want to know uh, from y'all perspectives two brothers what do you think that had what kind of effect you think it had it on crypto and did you get in the crypto game because of Elon no I I personally I was already in the crypto market way before Elon okay was, me too uh, tweeting and talking about doggy Bitcoin and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. that uh, it didn't uh, affect personally how I actually traded in the crypto market. Mm-hmm. But I do pay attention to it now mm-hmm. because memes are at an all time high. Mm-hmm. And those, that's where the short term bread and butter is. The long term bread and butter is utility coins. Mm-hmm. But you, you want to get in and get out on some quick money, man. Doge is for you. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> any other coin that might take off, I guess. What about you, Marco? Uh, with that, so what I normally do, I'm a day trader. So I normally trade Tesla options. So I'm very familiar with Elon Musk already uh, prior to him entering into the crypto space. So one thing, so on my YouTube channel, you know, because right now crypto is so hot, uh, you know, a lot of crypto people are subscribing, but I had to, you know, a lot of people were complaining. They, you know, they they were upset at Elon. But I had to basically break down to them like, y'all that aren't familiar with Elon, y'all got to know how he gets down. You know, right, he, right, right. Elon is not for the short-term trader. He does not care about that. You got to think, this man is trying to take us to Mars. You know, that's he's trying to get us to civilization type one. In order to go from civilization type zero to type one, we have to, you know, become a multi-planet species. And so with the, with the person that's thinking that far ahead, you got to already know he's a long-term thinker. So right, right. normally with, with options, with Tesla options, people that jump in for a weak option, you know, they get a, one with a quick expiration on it. You know, they get burnt a lot because he'll make a tweet and he'll run the price down. Now, this is prior to him getting into crypto, but I learned this already. So mm-hmm. when he's doing it now, I just know what to recognize. You know, once you, it's, it's, it's like history repeats itself with the market. Once you have a, a full go around the block, you kind of recognize certain plays over and over. You know, it all happens again, just with mm-hmm. different, just with different plays, different stocks, different uh, coins. You know, but, I, I'm I'm hearing that, and I'm like, damn, stocks is confusing to me already. I mean, I get it, but to 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 like gauge Tesla on Elon's moves, I mean, you got to be watching, you got to be watching the news, you got to be watching the market pretty close, huh, Marco? Oh yeah, definitely. You got to. Uh, I got four screens up right here. You know, with the latest of everything. You know, trying to stay on top of everything, but mm-hmm. also by knowing technical analysis you can kind of you know if you if you don't want to of course knowing the news helps if it's something uh, major happening but as a day trader you can kind of just know how to trade the candlesticks and you know scout money here and there a quick 400 there a quick 300 there uh, and you know get market okay i got you i got you that's what's up um the other thing i was talking uh well keep put me on the coinbase I wanted to get y'all opinions on Coinbase. Like, is that is that something that you guys like think has a bright future in the crypto space? Is it going to continue to, you know, be that platform? Um, are they going to improve on some of the weaknesses? I mean, what are you guys thinking and hearing regarding Coinbase? Uh, what do you mean as far as uh, like weakness? As far as what? like you know, well, for me, I think the one weakness is um, just small things in in the app when how conveniently it takes me to see like my average or how much i got a coin for you know i gotta click around to get that information when it should be like 
and I hate to compare it to Robin Hood, but it should be like Robin Hood <laughs> where it's right there. You know, it's user friendly. And I mean, that's a small thing for me because I'm just a man of convenience. You know, it probably doesn't bother a lot of people, but it's like, you know, I got to click a lot of buttons just to get my average. Um, and it's not a huge thing, like I said, but I personally think the app could use a little cleaning up. It could use a little more user friendliness. Um, it could it could not include all the coins I'm not interested in. Like, you know, I keep seeing all these coins I can trade and that are just I know people want to study the market, but for others that just want to invest in a few coins and give it a shot because i think there's a, a there's investors out there you know like you and key and and sometimes me who you know study these things but there's also investors who just want to throw a couple chips in like they're going to potawatomi putting it in a slot machine and if they win they win if they don't they don't you know and it's just money you know that you're willing to spend and put up especially when you don't understand crypto you know like um I can admit I started investing before I truly understood it because I didn't want to miss out and I and I understood the basics, but I didn't understand the difference and in intricacies of each coin and how it's taxed and where the money goes and how you get money for set holding and, and all of this stuff. I'm learning that now, you know, but I, I, I'm a gambler. I play the craps tables when I go to Vegas. I play, you know. I, I, I play with my money you know i give it a shot so that's that was my initial approach like the education honestly came second for me you know um and it's probably not good advice but when you got a little money to spend <laughs> and a little money to you know play with you do that shit your friends are on it you're like hey i don't know shit about this but i'm gonna try it i'm gonna put it there even if it's you know 10 20 a month you give it a shot and sometimes you lose sometimes you don't you know um I think, you know, there's those different kind of investors and I, I'm just wondering, you know, uh, what y'all take on that? Uh, I definitely think it could be more user friendly. I definitely uh, see what you mean by the comparison with Robin Hood. Robin Hood just knocked it out the park with that, uh, right. <laughs> with that designs there. So, and, and honestly, that's what got me in. Like how you said, you kind of got into investing before you learned. And I think that's really how, especially with crypto right now, I mm -hmm. think that's kind of how everybody got in, you know, right. basically flying the plane while building it. Basically. Right, right. Mm -hmm. The but, right brother way. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> and, and one, and, and, and I agree, I definitely agree with you again on another point. Like, uh, the, I feel the clutter like they add unnecessary coins to your wallet that you're not even you don't even have to have money in it. and you know they're still showing you a list of you know 100 different coins yeah so I think you know they should probably do something where more it, it would be uh, you know where you got to request it or add it to your actual list or something like that but mm -hmm. then again I think maybe in their mind it's a way to introduce people to new coins you know so to right, exactly. try to look at it from both aspects because some people may appreciate it because I, I, I found a couple of them on their uh, like XLM, uh, that was one that I wouldn't have knew about without Coinbase, mm -hmm. you know, doing what they do. So, you know, think, uh, it, it, my bad. it has, you know, it has, it has its pros and cons to it. Mm -hmm. I think Coinbase is really trying to protect its customer base from fraudulent coins. And the, I mean, you would say it's one of the trusted platforms right. that, 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 that does that's, that. That's, that's what they're striving for is mm -hmm. to build the trust among communities. Uh, no matter what coin you buy on here, you won't see those super duper sharp dips that you see on like, mm. uh, other markets lower that's on lower end that's, that's right, accepted anybody's just, you know the the feds just coin. released a 
uh, a state or uh, a news release saying that there were like a thousand percent more cryptocurrency scams in the past year. Yeah. Fake coins, you know, or coin, you know, scams. Well, anybody can make a coin, you know, and it takes like 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, anybody can, you know, if you just type in, you can type in any letter right now into any of these exchanges and you'll find some wild name coin. It's, a, it's some few names that I, I, you know, I don't even want to say on here, but, you mm. know, they're just coming up with anything right now. Mm. Well, that can't be good for the market either. Though. <laughs> Everybody trying well, to get their bread. But what happens is it it, 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 it does. It, I think in a way it can be good for the market because it, it, it creates competition. So now you have more of a choice. So now you can either go, it's like, imagine like getting a service off of Craigslist or going to the profession. It's like, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still, uh, you know, room to cut a slice off at that level, but you get what you pay for kind of. And in turn, it's also introducing people to the cryptocurrency world. True. And hopefully their experience is good. So they stay and, and work in it. But, uh, but, you know, for some, their experience might be bad because they don't know anything about crypto and, and how to invest or how it works. Um, so yeah, I mean, the volatility scares me a little bit. Um, Elon scares me a little bit. Uh, but like I said, I didn't get in stocks or crypto because of Elon. And I think a lot of people are now and they're kind of like betting on Elon. And and I don't know. I, you know, I can't put that much trust into one man. Um, I enjoyed the Saturday night live thing. I thought it was funny. I never really saw that side of him. But it was just, uh, it was, you know, it was more humorous to me. And I also watched the dips and stuff. But I, you know, I held on and. You know, I've panicked so before. So I think like what we were talking about earlier is any I, I think it's safe to say nothing good comes from emotional trading. Nothing at all, because uh, and, and, and just to you know put it out there, all of us, every trader has traded emotionally before panic sold or FOMO. You know, what I'm saying that's nobody's immune to that. You know, uh -huh. it's just you have to even even professional, you know, licensed traders experience those emotions but they know how to suppress them and they know how not to act or trade based on those emotions. It's something called plan your trade and trade your plan. You wanna plan out your trade before you enter it and then make sure you stick to that plan by trading it. Because even if it, even if you know something happens and, it, and it's, it's looking like, oh, this ain't gonna work out, at least you have something on paper, you know, line by line that you can say, okay, this does not work. I can cancel that out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you can make, that, make the adjustments where you need. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you is like, uh, and both of y'all, what do you think we can do to get more people of color involved in the cryptocurrency world as well as stocks? Like, what are some concrete things? So this is a big thing I'm, I'm working on right now. If you uh, know the Facebook group, Private Stock Market Game. So basically, introduction is the first thing. So until you know something else or somebody uh, introduced you to it, you don't you don't even know it exists. Yeah. You know, you might have heard about it, but you don't truly know. You know what I'm saying? Until right. somebody puts it there and, and you you got somebody who I you just, can relate to. I just literally text uh, the person that I, I buy all of my wholesale candy from from uh, from Mexico. And I just asked him if he knew about uh, crypto. And he literally just told he just texted me back and said no. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go so, there you have it right. so if so if a person is never you know introduced to it and even if they are they, even if they've heard of it before they still might not think it's for them because before i got into it right, right. you know first uh 
was uh, working at a place that offered like a, uh, you know, like a stock package where you, they had a broker come out and you could uh, talk to them. But they were like, oh, to sign up, the fees are uh, just 500 to open the account is $5 on every buy, $5 uh, fee on every trade or sale. I'm like, dang, this sounds crazy. So, you know, this is where Robinhood came in and, and, you know, changed the game by reducing or eliminating all fees. That was never done before. So now with that barrier removed, we got one of those barriers to entry, you know, out of our way. Because, you know, already we got the problem of feeling like we don't got enough money to invest in the first place. Right. A lot of people living paycheck to paycheck, short on bills already or don't have the things they, you know, want completely. And they'll feel like, you know, where am I going to get some extra money to invest? I, you know, I'm short on the lights right now. You know, how can I invest? You know, but if somebody's, you know, showing them how, it, you know, it doesn't take as much as you think it takes, you know, to, you know, even five dollars here, five, ten dollars there. You know what I'm saying? Or for real, for real. And that's, somebody- that's one of my strategies. I try to tell people all the time, and it's the honest to God truth. I started investing five dollars a month, literally, and then I realized I was playing myself <laughs> very soon. You know what I'm saying? But I literally mm-hmm. spent like three or four months just putting five dollars in because I was so hesitant and so tight with my money and so like this is it's the way we don't I do know, things. Bro. Yeah, bro, we don't know. That's what it is. We look at it as like it's spending the money because that was the same thing with me. When I first put some money in, I thought I spent it. I thought it was gone when I put it in there. It's not right. gone. Right, right. That's what they don't teach us. And you know, it's two things uh, we talk about on this podcast a lot. It's um, knowledge and access. And I believe, you know, this is exactly what we're talking about. It's like apps like Robinhood, Stash, others, they give us the access and the knowledge that we can kind of you know get into the game and that's 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 changed the trajectory of so many people i try to show them that and i try to teach like all kind of people from all kind of different backgrounds i don't care if it's a d-boy stripper whatever however you're getting your money like this is an option for a place for you to put it and and get a better return you know Mm -hmm. um and you know it's so hard it was hard for me you know i was a person who actually got the opportunity to walk on wall street on the trading grounds doing a film project uh, for the black family channel uh, interviewing minority investors and did the whole thing and i still didn't get it bro it took me like six years after that to get it you feel me that's crazy but and so that's why i be understanding people when they so um trained or programmed to not understand how they can kind of at least you know, it's just like make a, a little more than you make in, in your savings account. It's like I'm um, stepping into a new reality for most people. They couldn't even conceive the idea. Like we had to go explain, uh, uh, me and my landlord had to go explain, uh, we were invited to go explain cryptocurrency to like my aunt and my cousins and them on my side of the, on my mom's side of the family and stuff like that. And even after we kind of like explained it and used like a couple of analogies and stuff like that, it still was kind of like, like a boring, over. boring language. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you know one thing because bro, not only are you explaining crypto, not only do you have to explain that, you got to explain investing. You know they don't teach us this yeah, in school. You that's know very even. True. So we, we, we're doing a lot more lifting than we actually assume that we're doing. We think we're just spreading the word about, you know, hey, get on this crypto. Well, this is something, you know, we we, we teach so a we lot of people even back. how to some apps, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. You got to take it back. Connect. And I, I think if that kind of like wraps up the question, too, because like how do we teach or bring them in? I think it's through investment education, like strictly like 
what is investing how's it work you know rather than you know what to invest in but that take time yeah it does and it, and it, it take people seeing results results yeah. as well because you could tell you know I, mean, I remember me as a kid growing up you know you know think of think of yourselves you know uh how, what, what person could tell you to do something that really wasn't doing something themselves? You know right, what I'm saying? It'd course. be hard for you to listen to them. So we need people that look like us, you know what I'm saying, from the places we from, setting the example, you know, showing that we can do this too, that it's not, you know, uh, impossible and that we're, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're harvesting, you know, we're harvesting nicely too. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. So my next question, man, people, I don't even like to talk about it because... I think it's just, I don't even like to say the word, but the C word. Don't forget, like, last year, this time before the pandemic, everybody was talking about the market crashing. Everybody was talking about, you know, it was coming. Yeah. You know, it was going to really come. Do you see the market moving in a positive direction? Or you think, like, one day this is all going to come, come down? And I'm going to just keep it real it's like always, that. Like, I'm going to just keep it real. It's always going to be a crash somewhere. Eventually. And I, I like to look at it more as a correction. It's a crash to some people who panic, but there's there's like some of the Rothschilds done said, there's, a, you know, uh, Warren Buffett remixed this saying, but basically the saying is, when the market is fearful, be greedy, and when the market is greedy, be fearful. Or the Rothschild, <laughs> one of them said, buy when there's blood in the street. That's so deep. they love, so so they're going to keep running the market down. They're going to do this over, you know, it's so about the market ain't going years. nowhere. No, nah, it ain't going, ain't no, going the more nowhere. Money, more money got pumped into the entire uh, economy in 2020 than there was. 75% of the money in the world was created in 2020. I, I was reading facts about those, the 2020 money, and it was mind-blowing. So let me ask you this. like, Where are people putting their money? I mean, I guess we can't talk generally, but we know a lot of people spent that Security. shit. A lot of people blew their stimulus. Oh, we talk. We talk well, I was about to say what. Well, it's group different of groups people. of people. I was about to say what group of people are we talking about? <laughs> here? The, the majority probably blew. We could say right. I guess we won't be able to find out till the numbers come in on all of that. But I just remember seeing early on, like the WalMarts was empty. The, TVs, the everybody was just yeah. consumer shopping, which is good because it supplies the you know market with you know capital. But right. I don't know for individual people who are just blowing money that they probably should have saved or invested. You know, what's to come for them? Is it more poverty or is it just like That's more money from stimulus checks getting rolled out? Uh, we we haven't seen. We're not done with the situation that we're in. They're not done Currently. pumping money no, into America. No, they're not America? done. They're far from it. Really? Far from it. That's interesting. You I see believe some it. of these That's documents that I've done, laid my eyes upon, are just jaw dropping. But that's another Let's conversation. So Let's what is that going to do? Is that going to ultimately kill the dollar? Yeah, they're definitely trying to get rid of the, the physical. Dollar. Over time. Over time. But, they, but this same, is this is like a ten year plan that they got lined up with. Some stuff that's supposed to be coming out in 2025, like saw called saw, uh, Sears or Sears or some some weird ass name. Yes, yeah, so, no, this is a, some another new COVID replacement. Mm. COVID's big brother. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is See, what a, a lot ahead, of people don't realize that that same twelve hundred dollar stimulus. Uh, if you would have put that in the market at the beginning of the year, that would have been over 130 grand right oh now. Oh my god! Just that, that first check, 
Just right? that, that first just check. That first if you check. Those if you'd have coin, put that first check in the market. Yep. That in first those coins, that would have equaled 130k. I, I had people. the. I had. Yo, man. I ended up panic selling. Me as a as a trader that you know panic that, sold that, that trades every day. I was up two thousand dollars <laughs> on Dogecoin, and the market started to go down. And I'm like, you know what? I was just up like uh, I think it was like uh, like twenty seven hundred. It went right two grand. <laughs> I pulled my money out and kind of forgot about checking back on Doge. And by the time I checked on it, it was already moving again. Yeah, yep, that's what happened to me with XRP. I bought XRP when it was like a a penny. I had like 60,000 XRP. It shot all the way up, made some money, and then it took a nice little dive. I was like, I'm going to buy the dip. So, stopped. Went, I was doing some shit, man. <laughs> Turned my back for like a, a day. I'm going to fucking shot all the way back up, way past from where I had sold it at. Uh, I, I got back in. I only had like 3,000. X of the shares of XRP to my name. I was like, wow. Big fuck up. Yeah, no, I I sold like 75,000 Dogecoins at 19 cents. Woo! And I panic sold. (laughs) But, you know, I still have more. And that was the first time I sold. So, like, looking back, I try to tell myself, like, at least I like quadruple what I put in still. I'm an early investor. I quadrupled away and I pulled out, made some money, and I still held on to a shitload of coins. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I made now. Now it's like just I'm just waiting to see if you know what happened with this little rest. But that's um, that's the panic selling shit, boy. <laughs> but you know, it serves as a good lesson, though. You it know, does, it's like it a, it's like a wound that you you look back on when you think about doing yeah. it again. You feel I'll that never wound trade again. with that emotion right. again, ever, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever, yeah. ever, ever, ever. You feel me? <laughs> Ain't no reason to. And at the Not end, at all. and at the end of the day, um, you know, I hope people understand. Like our advice is not like for y'all to follow it's just our opinions and conversation that we have and we all have our own journey um and i think it might be unique because in my in my journey nobody taught me financial advice i had to go get it um my parents weren't investors they didn't have the knowledge or access you know what i'm saying they were great parents but as far as stocks and investing they didn't do that and so this is a new generational thing i plan on passing to my child and um you know that's what it is that's why i think this is an important time where um young people like us kind of have conversations about it and also allow others to come in the conversation and um and build on it because the opportunity is out there Uh, i've invested in some great etf companies that are like i believe will be around for the next 20 years and i got it early you feel me because of apps (laughs) you know what i mean and so i think it's a valuable tool out there for people to use um and um that's your brain <laughs> yeah, definitely. Me. Um, any questions you got man anything y'all want to throw out there and discuss stay away from from back alley swaps <laughs> pancake swaps you gotta you break, break it down for me cause i've been hearing people in the spaces talk about pancakes i don't know what the hell they're talking about what's going on man? i'm still new to this <laughs> No, for real. They be talking about pancakes, and I'm like, what the hell is they talking about? Yeah, uh, the pancake swap is for like uh, new emerging coins. 
but a lot of them are usually scam coins. Okay. That's how they get out on the market. I'm not an advanced swapper. I'm in a, I'm a holder. I haven't figured out how to move crypto from platform to platform and none of that yet. So I'm just kind of comfortable that, where I'm at. That's, that's why I call them back alley swaps. They gotta, you got to be kind of lured into it. <laughs> <laughs> are those the scams the FBI is talking about? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch out for that. I, you know, I feel like that's some next level ninja crypto-ish. Did y'all hear, Um, y'all, are you on Twitter, Marco? Uh, yep, I am at so, December DeMarco. December DeMarco. Okay, follow my bro, Marco. Listen, did y'all hear about, um, you know, uh, Juicy J is in the crypto community, right? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. He, he, he did not say more. Yeah. Um, Dez Bryant in the crypto community. Yeah. A lot of sports Brady. athletes in the crypto. Uh, you said Brady? Yeah. Oh, word. That's what's up. A lot of, lot of, lot of sports athletes in the crypto community. That has to be good, right? They're like, they got a lot of money and they're putting it in the, the crypto? Breathing life into the crypto. Because they recognize what's about to happen. There was a couple football players, a football player, he put his, uh like half his, uh foot, his you know, half of his salary into, he took it in Bitcoin mm. and it and it went crazy. It was mm. right before that, that ridiculous run up. If he did that last year. And yeah, just, it was last year. If he just spread it out wherever, I mean, if it was, was it just Bitcoin or? No, he didn't just he took half in Bitcoin. Oh man, because I'm just this was before all the other cryptos was popping like that. I mean, I just wish I would have been a little more educated last year because I'd be looking at some of the trajectory for some of these cryptos from last year to now, and it's like wow. Just wow. But we'll get a chance again. Just wait for that next correction in the market. When everybody think it's a crash and it's a panic and it's you know it's everything went bad. Mm. That's the time the investors with the big pockets they 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 smile. They rubbing their hands together like Mr. Burns. Another correction's coming. Oh yeah, it'll be it'll be more. I th- I think that's one thing I'm learning. You can count on for sure in the market. Like there's gonna be a correction, and how big it's gonna be, I I don't know how people determine that, but. I mean, as long I'm, as we get higher lows, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I've been interested in that as well. I've been trying to follow and learn about the um, the charts and the meanings behind it all. Um, but like one thing, uh, one thing I've been trying to do is like listen in on these Twitter spaces. Do you guys do the Twitter spaces at all? I'm going to be getting into him, my guy. He just uh, sent me a link the other day in my inbox. So I'm going to go check it out. Marco, you do the Twitter spaces at all? No, I just do my research on there and get up out of there. Oh, word. Yeah, I mean, it's a couple heads in there. They share some good advice. Um, I think it's got me better on just, like, not freaking out and just, you know, understanding. Like, Robin Hood is hard, too, because Robin Hood's damn near like a game. They go, the way they got it set up is, like, it's, it's like gamified you know what i mean where the numbers are like yeah it's like you're in a casino you know? <laughs> exactly <laughs> they made it too easy with robin hood they made it so user friendly that it's so easy and they get to they get to pass by this they they it's like oh we made it so user friendly for you but because it's so user friendly you don't get access to a lot of the advanced tools and things because that would make it too complicated so robin hood is really for beginners when it comes to like charting and things like that you don't want right. to use the robin hood chart right. yeah i think robin hood's here to stay robin hood is here yeah to stay. it ain't going nowhere it's the first one robin hood and coinbase they're like big they're like brothers 
are we beginner finna, market to are we going to see um, Elon sitting in front of the um sitting in front of the feds like we seen Mark Zuckerberg? No. No. Um, I don't, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Because I mean, he rides that fine line of like. He, he, um, most he probably just pay a fine. He's too important and too big to to lock up. Bigger than Zucker. He's bigger than Zucker. Zucker. Yeah. Zucker's big. The, the importance of Zucker. <laughs> Zucker laid out the foundation for but for even espionage Zucker, even Zucker on, had on, to sit in front of. Him but but that was all just fabrication for them to uh, allow spying on us. Hmm. Uh, what what Elon's doing is not as intrusive. Next level. Yeah. Y'all ready for Tesla to um, accept Dogecoin? <laughs> Are y'all even interested in that? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I most definitely. I'm know. buying me one next year. You buying you what? A Cybertruck? Yep. For sure. Would you buy the Cybertruck or the Tesla? Bad question. I, I might get both. Both. Depends on my account. Hey. Kishu. Ching. Yo, I, I, what about you, Marco? Cybertruck or Tesla? Uh, I I would have to. Uh, I would have to get the newest one that's out that, at that time. So hopefully that that Cybertruck uh, is supposed. To, we should be getting some more info at the end of this year. I think for sure to be out by next year early. And I think I had to take that Cybertruck. Yeah, that Cybertruck is bananas. Now you see the MMA player who um, who uh, called out <laughs> Elon at the fight at the end of the fight. He was like, "Hold on!" After he knocked this dude out, he's like, "Hold on, Elon." I got a mess for Elon. Where's my truck? He's like, I haven't waited a year. Where's my truck? Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't see that. Uh, with Joe Rogan and everything. In the middle of UFC. Yeah, I'll be checking on Joe Rogan every And And uh, Elon retweeted it. He's been pretty active on Twitter the last few days. Y'all been watching him? Y'all follow him on Twitter? Yeah, I follow him. Oh, yeah. He, he, he Twitter fingers. Yeah, he been Twitter fingers the last few nights. Like... <laughs> For real, for real. He were, he been responding to just normal people just tweeting him, asking him shit. I'm finna, I'm finna get him into uh, deli, deli Jelly token. And Deli Jelly? You know, he, he gonna say, I want a Deli Jelly. <laughs> you know what? You got him. You got him. Like, hey, that, 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 I like that uh, that marketing, uh, uh, how you how you rolled it out of Space Candy. That's dope. Thanks. Thanks. You know, all, all, every, with all these astronauts going to the moon, I figure they need something to eat on the way there. It makes sense, bro. It do. <laughs> right. And I told him, I'm in. I need to be in because, you know, it makes sense. You the candy man. You got the candy coin. Yeah. And and, and the way I got it set up is uh, it's guaranteed to you'll, you'll, you'll always make money because I tied it directly to the business revenue. So every month's revenue, 2% of that, I turn it into liquidity for the coin. So everybody makes profit. So it's almost like you own shares of the company. Hmm. Tokenomics. Tokenomics. Yeah, that's a word I just ran across about a week ago, fellas. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And I've been in it for a minute. And then somebody on the spaces was like talking about tokenomics. And I started looking it up. Like, damn. Yeah. I wasn't good in geometry. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't good in algebra. I wasn't good in none of that. And now y'all want me to learn tokenomics. It's just basically mean like the economics behind the token. It's just the breakdown of the token, how it's dispersed. It ain't really no real math behind it or nothing like that. It's simply what he just said, you know, 2%. 
of it is getting redistributed to the liquidity pool based off of the revenue. Mm. That's all it means. So how, like, let's say you created a coin, your tokenomics will be ba basically how you divide it to the, how you decided to divide it up amongst, you know, people yeah. or the, 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 the incentive behind it or the, re the reward attached to it. Hmm. Why don't they just start? Well, this might be a dumb question, but why don't they just make like a Doge card and I can spend my Doge wherever I want? It, it's coming. Oh, yeah, it's on the way. Safe moon, safe wallet. Safe Moon is paved in the way. So, like last night, Safe Moon and Dogecoin was heads was going at it, and it was talking about the benefits to Safe Moon. Safe Moon, and one of the things that caught my attention was that if you hold, you get a little more like money back. That's what we. I have that tokenomic and yeah. that's called reflection. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I read it. <laughs> I read it. I saw that. Yeah. It was a nice percentage too. Yeah, definitely four percent. Four percent. It was a nice percentage. Um, and I saw that and people in the Doge community was talking and their biggest argument was that um, SafeMoon didn't have a utility yet. yet. Oh, that's out the window. We got uh, firstlandings.net uh, is a astro or not an astronaut, but it's a uh, like a pilot company that teaches pilots how to fly. You could basically get your pilot's license now in SafeMoon. Uh, the country they just announced on the last Safe Moon AMA with the with the founders that the country of Gambia will be using Safe Moon as their actual currency now. They're they're oh, rolling right. they're ro wow. yeah they're rolling it to happen. That is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be ridiculous. Hey, I'm thinking like though, would you think Elon's influence is really that strong that all these coins are now? moon coins they're all like trying to reach the moon reach the moon somebody wants to be one Is of those from Elon's they, they, they all want to be the first crypto to be utilized in space that's the goal that's the goal <laughs> and then that's the hype behind it too to be able to say it's going to the moon like that's the that's the new that's the that's the catchphrase right now your coin has to be able to go to the moon hmm, hmm. now the government's like been really turning a blind eye to all of this crypto behavior. Oh, they watching. They watching, but they aren't really saying much. Yet. Acclamation. That's it's it's, it's, they want, it's they still real They want people to get acclimated. So the moment they, they say something, coin. though, what's gonna happen to the market? What do you think? Like the moment they come in and start saying shit, is a bunch of people gonna panic and pull out? And, you know, it well, depends on what they say. Hmm. And then what could they say? Because, you know, a lot of these currencies, the best ones are decentralized. That was the whole purpose of them anyway. So the right. government could say what they want to say. But, you know, a lot of them can't be stopped. Right. That's that's what's oh. up. And that's what I was reading as well. It just makes me wonder, like, okay, who's going to be able to stand the test of time? Because it's going to be 10, 20 years from now. We're going to be looking at a few, a lot less coins. Yeah. Especially True. when they come out with their coin. You see, they tried to pull the rug from under XRP. They tried to hijack. They tried to hijack XRP. <laughs> Do you have any updates on the lawsuit our listeners should know about? Uh, I don't have any official ones. Uh, I just been kind of slowly watching the charts, and I see that we moving back up. Because I I knew from the beginning though that it was kind of. From the research I was doing, you know, a lot of the people who are deeply involved were saying, you know, it's kind of a baseless lawsuit yeah, because they've already, uh, 
you know, it was basically the argument was over them supposedly being a, a security versus a cryptocurrency because of the way they did, uh, the way they rolled out. But they were already given too many passes to try to play that game with them. So it was just kind of like a, uh, it was a ploy for something bigger. You know, I think they, if they didn't have their, you know, their, their stuff together, the government or, you know, the SEC could have snatched it from them. But, you know, they, they did have everything together. Yeah, man. Um, I've gotten some really, I don't think any any coin people are more persuasive than the XRP people. <laughs> like, I've got some friends that are in XRP and they will fucking, like, they be drilling me like, I need to you know i need to get in right away and all this and i'm like you know i haven't yet but i'm i'm looking at it and uh yeah. it's interesting man it's definitely interesting it, it definitely sounds like a futuristic coin you know it definitely is i also have a <clears throat> casino coin you ever heard of casino coin never i got casino coin uh through uh big true it's also tied to the xrp they just swapped to the xrp ledger mm-hmm. made me a nice amount of money off of that like thirteen thousand. damn Casino coin sounds smart. Yeah. What is casino coin useful for? For casinos, it's the casino still out there, still available? Because that's yeah. just amazing. That's yeah, I, that'll make so much sense. Yeah, One so casino nice. coin, yeah, maybe uh, it's called a CSC XRPL. CSC XRPL. I wish I had a cha-ching sound effect over here. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Well, good man. I'm glad to glad. For all my brothers and sisters out there making money, um, I see a lot of women getting into the crypto space, and that's always a positive thing. Um, you know, they're talking about it online, they're checking it out. Robinhood is pretty much introducing everybody to that. I think the education just needs to be done so you're not making foolish mistakes. You know? So, man, we only got a few more minutes. Uh, Marco, you want to say anything about what you do and just our listeners that might want to connect with your social media and your platforms? Uh, for sure. Well, first off, you know, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all uh, for hitting me up, you know. And, uh, on Facebook, y'all can look me up on there. My profile is Marco December Douglas. YouTube, it's December DeMarco d-e-m-a-r-c-o and december spell just like the month also uh right now i have a stock market course available teaching people how to trade options i got a group called private stock market game uh both of y'all in there you know so y'all can see some of the things that's going on and you know uh people making money you know a lot of people learning new things people that weren't involved in trading also you know learning how to trade now got the crypto course coming out next month june 15th that one's gonna be crazy and uh that's pretty much it Word. oh the book is out on amazon yeah get that what's the name of the book the book is good the beginner's guide to stock market investing also you can check it out on my youtube channel to be in the description section of each video it's a real good book go buy it word up you ain't tell me about the book yeah yes it's a good book when'd you write the book uh about Two and a half months ago. Okay. Okay. Definitely. That's positive. I'm definitely about to check that out. Um, any are you guys involved in any like investment groups? Have you ever considered an investment group? It's it's something that I'm kind of rolling out the foundation for with the group on Facebook, the private stock market game. So 
uh, right now, a lot of people are learning. And some of these people that, you know, have been making money, you know, they kind of reach out to me on the back end, letting me know, you know, if I come across some opportunities to let them know. But right now, I'm just kind of trying to make sure I got all the legal things and, you know, in place, in you place. Know, paperwork and things like that. So I got involved with an investment group about five months ago. And um, it's some brothers I'm close with that I all I put them all on investment and how to invest. Now, I didn't know how to create an investment group. But thankfully, I have a twin brother who's a genius, and he created it for us. And I think that's like the next level I really want to take the investment education to is because it teaches us one of the greatest African principles, which is collective economics. You know, it's like pulling our money together to, you know, make something happen. And so we invest each each month as a group and you know the hits aren't so hard and the, the profits are good and i'm like damn why why we ain't been doing this with brothers i trust and grew up with like this is smart as hell set it up legit legally so um you know that's what i'm personally trying to do in the next few you know months is just try to teach people how to get involved in these investment groups or at least you know if you got some friends around you that all invest why not set up a little investment group account where you all are investing in some things that you feel might, you know, profit in the future. Most definitely. So, Marco, man, I appreciate you, brother. I know it's been a long podcast, but I really wanted to pick your brain, and hopefully we can get you back on as things happen in the market. Um, We're just trying to have a little uh, conversation again. None of us are experts, but I really appreciate your time. And I appreciate your knowledge. And uh, man, we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it going and, and keep people getting into this industry. Well, I can't call it an industry, just market. <laughs> you know, and uh, and hopefully, you know, everybody profit and win, right? Sure, man. Hey, everybody got to help everybody. That's how we all win. It's enough money. That's one thing I love about you know this, this investment game, stocks, crypto. Is you know normally where we come from, it's it's a it's a scarce mentality, you know, a scarcity uh, mentality where, right. where everybody's looking like dog. it's not enough. Yeah. But with this, it don't, you know, nobody's stepping on nobody's toes. I could put you on the same exact play I'm jumping on, you know, and it doesn't, you know, take any food out of my mouth. You know what I'm saying? So this is something I think is, you know, is, is we need to, we need to learn more about it. Everybody. Definitely. Key, you want to say anything? Got about three minutes. Anything you want to do? Uh, anything you want to promote or tell people about? Yeah, man. I got a, uh, Follow me uh, on uh, Facebook, uh, Key City, uh, and on uh, on Reddit. We got a new Reddit group, uh, TikTok, Deli Jelly Token. Uh, you can follow me at Key City on Reddit. Uh, we're rolling out a new coin for my business. If you don't know, I run a wholesale business uh, selling candy globally. It's uh, Trending Candy on TikTok. It's one of the world's number one selling candy right now. Uh, <clears throat> right now, I make anywhere from twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars a month. I just rolled out a new coin. That coin will be tied directly to the revenue. We'll be taking two percent every month Ooh. of our month's <laughs> revenue That's and crazy. pouring it into the liquidity of the coin. That's crazy. So it's almost like you're holding shares to the company. So I mean, it's best to get in now because once once we go public, public and start running hitting the ground running with the marketing is going to be selling like wildfire because uh, I think we're actually one of the first cryptocurrencies that'll be doing this. Mm. That's unique. Unique um, 
what do we call it? Cryptonomics. Yeah. Tokenomics. 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 So yeah, check us out. Deli Jelly. I literally failed algebra, y'all. Delijelly.com forward slash crypto. You can find more information there if you want to get involved. Dope. Dope. All right, brothers. I appreciate your time. It's the Entrepreneur for Life podcast. Your boy Gideon Webb, Key City, and Marco. Thank y'all for listening. Peace. Peace.